Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Everyday Struggle Podcast. Nadeska here with DJ Academics and Ueno, struggling to catch up on all the music we've missed since we took an extended break for ComplexCon. Since then, we've gotten new projects from Lil Peep, Lil Dirk, Takeoff, and more. But one of the standout projects for the entire crew was Metro Boomin's Not All Heroes Wear Capes. It included features from 21 Savage, Travis Scott, and Young Thug, and the album sound great, and it made a huge debut at number one. I know what the best song is on here. Which is? Don't Come Outside. Don't Come Out the House. Mm. Don't Come Out the House. The Whisper that's 20- song? Yes. <laughs> that's the best song on the whole project. Well, um, I was listening to this all on, well, what day did we get out there? Well, what day did it start? I think it was Friday. Mm-hmm. I listened to this all on Friday. Um, what I liked about the project overall was um, it's a lot of post-production that takes a lot of the songs from one to the next. So it sounds like it's one song. Like, you know how Kanye would produce a song? And it would like kind of segue into the next song. And then you look and it's like you're on a different song, but it kind of sounds like the same beat was playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the whole project, but Don't Come Out the House is the one over there. Okay. Yeah. I only listened to the first couple of songs. I was really moving around this weekend. But uh, the joint with Travis Scott sounded very good. And that was like track two. I only literally got through like the first three, did four. Did you hear the one he's talking about, though, where 21 starts with spring? Um, I probably did, but I, it, it's one of the early it's ones. Just, not you ain't listen right to it because you remember it. Yeah, that it's shit like is, track three. Yeah, and, that shit is fire. And I will say though, like from the songs I did hear of off this, I could tell why Metro has been like in the cut for a while. He he hit all the good beats for himself. Like all these <laughs> shit sounds really good in terms of production, and we know he's kind of been a little bit absent off the mainstream scene. He definitely took everything for this album. This week, we also dug deeper into a question posed by an Everyday Struggle fan. What's the criteria to be named as one of the greatest of all time? And what's actually the difference between a legend and a goat? What's our definition? Because this used to be a thing that we didn't have to define. But yeah, now everyone's a goat. Right. I, well, I want, I want all young people coming up to believe that they're great. But stop calling yourself a goat. Because if you're a goat and you ain't did shit, I think in order to be considered a goat... You have to stand the test of time, and that's got to be at least five to eight years minimum. Like, you can't just say you're a GOAT because you're good. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, you have to put in some work. Like, and, and that entails everything from having hit records, being dope. Um, Do you have to have a classic album to be considered a GOAT? Or I don't not? think you have to be a, have a classic album to be considered a GOAT, but um, that helps. Yeah, like, that definitely helps. But I don't think you have to have, like, a a critically acclaimed classic to be a GOAT because there's a lot of great people. Uh, essentially, GOAT just stands, is an acronym for greatest of all time. You could time, have just right? created some of the greatest moments. Yeah, you could, you, you could have a lot of great moments and be a GOAT. So I just don't like to see young kids who ain't never did one thing but get five or 10 million plays on YouTube say, oh, he's a GOAT. It's like, GOAT, you ain't did shit to be a fucking GOAT. I, well, I look at that whole term differently. Like, even just listening to what you said, I feel like for the most part you're describing legends. Like there's you can be a legend. When I think of goats, I think of like the top twenty of of just rap music period. Yeah. Current rap music no, or no, all time rap o- music. Overall, there's like two goats now, like or maybe three. <clears throat> or, two goats? And what? Drake, Wayne. Oh, okay, okay, M. Yeah, but look, okay. most of these other names, you're not a goat. Like yeah. you might be a legend, which is a huge thing. But when I think of the when I'm thinking of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Nah, some okay, of these so, things. That it's, more, it's more than two. It's more than two. I, I, right I, I, now, no, no, like, name, name some. I'll say. Okay, Kendrick's in there. Kendrick's definitely. in there. I'll call. I'll definitely call Kendrick a goat. 
Cole would go in there. Cole, I definitely put Cole in there. If I'm gonna put Cole and Kendrick in there, I'm putting Meek in there. Because Meek is, I think, I th- mm, Meek no. is, you know, Meek is great. Listen, Meek got one of the greatest fucking intros ever. How is that not, how does oh, okay, that not put that, that goat that status? That song might be goat, but like, if we're talking about artist. He has a lot of artist, great songs. He's okay. not a great artist? You don't think he's a no, great no, no, artist? he's a great artist, but that's what I'm saying. When I think of the goats, I'm thinking beyond just legend. I'm thinking if we had a short list of greatest of all time. All time, like, right? So, all so, time. So, so it's not just this generation. You got to put so if we have if we have a short list of, if we're naming top 20s or even top 30s, let's even extend it to a top 35. Mm-hmm. Are you Is Meek on that list? Of top 35 of all time? All time. That's, what, that's what the term means. All but time. how do we get this 35 number? So here's the I'm thing, saying. yeah. So if we're, like, if we're saying the top 35 of all time, so Wayno is saying you don't need to have a classic, a full project. Do you think that you need to do, like, what's the actual criteria? Oh, you gotta have a classic. You can't be the A crazy. full classic album, not just I'm, I'm looking moments. at that term very heavily. I'm looking at so it. So legends can have classic moments, but GOAT should have yeah, a classic if you're, album. If you're one of the go- we use the word So, so wait, wait. So a legend can have GOAT. a greatest moment? Of, can a legend have a greatest moment of all time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that has to be some sort of... Like, we're all making all of this shit up. So that's what he's saying, to your point. He's saying you could be a legend if you've impacted the culture, you've done some great things, but we can't point to a body of work and say this was an absolute classic, right? That you're a legend. But he's saying a goat must have that body of work. At least one. You got to So I'm curious if people would agree with that. So, so, all right, all right. think about the goats, like, you know, and I wish I could think of a dope basketball reference, but I'm... You could think of a lot of them. You can well, think of a lot of them. Okay. Quickly. Say say right now, Kyrie Irving, he'll probably go down as a legend. But is he a GOAT? No. You get me? He's really good. And right now, he's like one of the top players in the league. But when I think of GOATs, like right now in the NBA, the probably only three who qualify, who have done some shit, LeBron, Curry, and KD. You get me? Those are the only... Th- I'm thinking... T- because so, they also so they top- have the rings to show for Yeah, it? but not only that, I'm thinking so top echelon, mm-hmm. like, you can't... But, but, see, but see, and that's very... And the reason why, I look, because if we're going to stay within basketball, that's going to be very particular to what's been done. I don't know done. if we should stay in basketball, then. I, I, We're not going to stay in basketball, but I'll just give one last reference, because if we talk in terms of Curry... I'm going to put Klay Thompson in there as well. You want to know why? Because Klay Thompson got every single ring that Steph Curry got. And Klay Thompson got two of the best moments. He got the top, He got the most threes in one game ever. And he has the top scoring This top scoring quarter. He scored 38 points in one quarter ever. Michael Jordan never did that. So what I'm saying is, is if you have a great moment, if you have a great moment and you impact the hip-hop culture, then you can be considered a GOAT. If we're gonna, If we're going to use that, Meek has bodies of work. Now, his first album might not be the body of work that you say, oh, this is the be- like this is the-, the best shit from him. His second album is really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it a classic, but I call it really good. And he has a ton of classic moments, a ton of great moments. So I'm putting him in there as a GOAT. The, the reason why I had said 35, like the top 35, because... That's a very odd number. Well, well, I just randomly picked it. But when you hear greatest, greatest is not like a collection of niggas. Greatest means one. Greatest means the the not extreme. Really. It doesn't mean one because because they had the does, top they had the top of fifty players. They was the top greatest players in, in, and, in, and they were ranked. Yeah, they were ranked. That's what I'm saying. So it, it that's why we can't for all the hip hop and all the hip hop's whole history. <clears throat> we can only pick thirty five people. Right, but, only right, three people right, right, right now. Right, even so hip hop is only what forty years right, old. It's very even, young. Even even fifty. Like again, if I have to think 50 about fifty cent a goat. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just course, saying. Of course, fifty is okay, but. He has a classic album, though. I was, saying, album. I, I was saying even the top 50, like, hip-hop artists of all time, right? Yeah. That, that, if we're going to consider them in that GOAT list, right? All right. If I have to think if Meek fits in there, I, I won't just definitively say yes. Okay. You get me? I think that's a conversation Can we pick an older example, too? Well, well I say yeah, yeah, this I is know. another, and this is just, I know we go, keep going into no, sports, but this is another basketball reference. I, what about this is this yeah. another basketball reference, right? You don't have to, you don't have to win a championship. You don't have to win the championship to be in the Hall of Fame, right? You don't have to win the championship to be in the Hall of Fame. And it's a lot of players that was in the top 50 um, players that didn't win championships. So if if we're looking at a classic album, I look at a classic album as a championship, right? right? Let's equate those two. There's people that still can be mentioned with other people that didn't never get a classic album. Make Not getting a classic album don't mean that you're not a great player. You Super can be question. a goal. Is it fair to equate a classic album and a championship since it's like a team effort versus more of a solo effort? 
No, because I think a classic and album is... I feel is like a, it's easier to win a championship than it is to drop a classic yo, yo, album. Desk, I'm just asking. Wait, 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 wait. Jamel classic. And she kicking knowledge like she bought a work. Hold up a second. Ass. Hold up before we get past this because a classic album is a team effort as it well. It is, it is. But you understand what I'm saying? I feel like it's harder to make a classic album than it is to win a championship. That's only I because... I that doesn't sound stupid, but... I, I get, what, I get the point that you're making. Stop gassing it. I get the I get the point that you're making, but you. that's the only reason why is because we're not championing the fucking engineers. Like the engineers don't win awards. If the engineer got a ring too, well, they, I mean, they, they, they get, get a plaque. They get a, they get a Grammy. They get a plaque. Mm -hmm. But they don't. They're not championed in media the way the coach is. You, you get what I'm saying? So if Kendrick doesn't have, if Kendrick doesn't have the opportunity from a top dog, then what is Kendrick? I always say, let's not talk about fantasy. Let's talk about what it is. So given with that being on the table, I equate a championship ring to a classic album. You you don't get a lot of them, and you stay in the game a long time. A lot. Think about Nas or Jay Z, right? Been in the game twenty years. He ain't went off. He don't. He ain't get a classic every time they put something out. Yeah, not at all. You don't get to put out a classic body work every time and, you put and something and out. I'm, I'm not even gonna. I don't even think that's worth um, that much of a even a counter argument because I don't even think that's too much of a bad bad point. Okay, the, the I got somebody thing, else for you hold on, too. The only thing is like this greatest of all time term, mm -hmm. this go term. I just particularly wanted to be reserved for like, like the Nas's, the Jays, and when if I'm gonna put a nigga with them niggas, you gotta have really put up some points in your career. Right. We can't just put up anybody with them. All right. And, and also not because you're not, you don't like your your jersey doesn't hang in that level of the Raptors doesn't mean you weren't good. You could be a legend. Right. You weren't Jordan. You get me? It's only a few That's people in that Jordan conversation. Like like we talk about goat in, in terms of like basketball. Everyone says Jordan, but the people who you throw in the conversation as well, you get the oh, what about Russell? What about um, what about LeBron? Like we, we're talking about such high echelon of of um, well basketball. Yeah, but you're right. rappers I mean, now. Just to, just we to be can't put, just throw in anybody. I'm not throwing in any, and that's what I'm saying. I, we only brought up I brought up Meek, and that's why we having this the, this debate. But I throw Andre three thousand in there. For I, greatest? For greatest. Well, I, yeah. I, I, thought, I don't think anyone can dispute that, though. Okay. And, and this is, all right, nobody can dispute that. Why, Andre 3000 has a, a solo album, right, that was packaged as a double album with his counterpart. He don't have no album with just him rapping start to finish. He's singing and mel doing melody, all types of shit on there. Mm. But I put him in there because of his lyrical ability. He's one of the GOATs. So it's a lot of people, everybody's criteria... We don't have like the same criteria, yeah. but I think everybody has a different reason why you can consider him a GOAT. Because guess what? It hasn't been, if, if you're looking at the game right now, who is there anybody else right now that does the type of music that Meek does that's on his level? No, no. The same listen, type of music. Listen, I agree with all that. Yeah. I, I believe Meek, when it's all said and done, he'll be a legend. But, but I, he's I, not a GOAT. No, I just think that's a different <laughs> conversation. Like, YG. Is YG a GOAT? I don't think he is. But I, but YG don't have YG hasn't YG hasn't put out uh, hasn't put in the same amount of work and hasn't been in the game as many years as Meek Mill. Mm. So that's a whole different conversation. I feel like we're about two chains. Two chains ago. I, I think we get in that subjective range. Yeah. I like to just keep it like, yo, it's clear. Like, and there's and, no and debate also to region and also region too because. Honestly, if I don't think it should be regional though. That's, no, no, if, but, if, if, but if it's regional, a, if it's regional when it comes to Philly, if there's a if there's a Mount Rushmore of Philly, Meek is hundred percent on. Or even not just a, a, not even just a Mount Rushmore, but a Hall of Fame. In, in yeah, we should be able region. to speak at a national level for this conversation. Meek yeah, yeah. is definitely Hall of Fame. I say the yeah. the legends are Hall of Fame. The ghosts are the people who like we could even make Change an argument. Game. Yeah, well, not only that, but like you know they do the Mount Rushmore thing. Mm -hmm. Like if we expanded it a little bit more. Our fan question was: I feel the term "goat" is used too loosely. So, what specifications does an artist need to even be considered a goat? Now we went back and forth on this for a long time, and we ended up sort of stuck on the difference between a legend and greatest of all time. So just a couple things. Uh, so to define a GOAT, you should have a moment that stands the test of time, from their artistry to their persona, or someone you think of until the day they die. Hmm. A legend is someone who just has big numbers and no history to their life. So we were also that's debating, wild, right? Legend. So wait. That's wild. Yeah, so we were debating, do you need a classic album? Do you need to just have classic moments? Or is it an impact? So they're saying a moment. This person is saying a moment, not necessarily an album. Um, well, somebody said, like, there's a couple, though, so... There's people with classic albums that's not ghost, though. 
feel like I feel like Juvenile <clears throat> got a classic album. I wouldn't consider him a goat. So here's another one. A goat is a combination of skill, effect on the culture, how strong your fan base is, and whether or not they have a classic album. So this person has even more criteria. So they're saying Drake, Kendrick, and Cole all have classics. Legends are defined only by their effect on the culture. So this person is saying the opposite. Like, to be a goat, you must have a classic project, not just effect. So this is one of those things that it's really hard to pin down because everyone's going to no have... Everybody has their yeah. own thing about what they think about this shit. I, I just think... Now, so, I think it's more of a conversation about greats, right? Because great GOAT is greatest of all time. But you don't have to be greatest of, of, of all time to be a great. Like, there's a lot of greats. Oh, man. There's a lot you of greats. like a greats. third layer. This person no, saying... No, no, well, well, a great, I would just consider a legend. You're a legend, but when you, I keep saying the greatest of all time, we 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 now all the middle order niggas, the niggas who are yo, they're really really good, and we're talking about the top of the top in whatever in whatever aspect we're looking yeah, at. Yeah. This one says a and goat should be one. indisputable. So if someone has to argue for someone to be a That's goat, a he's already out. Hmm. The only rappers from this generation that are indisputable are Drake, Cole, and Kendrick. That's, that, but that's particular to who you talking to because there's people that... Like, all right, I don't think that Drake should have it held to him to be a GOAT because, you know, he had a reference track or two, mm-hmm. right? But it's people that hold him to that. Some people, so but... In, that's a in, lot of people. No, so it's a lot of people. So one person they said it, but yeah, a lot of people in our comments are saying he goes up as one of the greats. He's definitely one of the his greats. Effect, his, uh, his impact on culture is indisputable. It's def- he's definitely one of the greats. He's definitely one of the greats. But I'm just saying that it's a large it's a large faction of people who think otherwise based it's, on one or two things. All right, but let's be clear, though. It wasn't even... Because even even if we sit here and we debate it, I, I think we'll both probably nudge Drake on the positive side of that conversation. I think it was when you brought, like, Meek Mill in. Yeah. And yeah. for a lot of people, it was like, okay, so if we're talking about the greatest of all time. Yeah. It, 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 it's like a stretch to put him in there. That's why they mentioned it, him, but unfortunately, they didn't give more. It but, says Meek will go down as one of the best hip hop artists of his generation. That makes him a legend, but he's nowhere near a goat status. But they don't give right. any more. I don't. I, sort can, of context I, I can't to subscribe argument. to that because I think that that's all particular about what that <laughs> shit mean to you. But I don't. That's the thing. I feel like when we're talking about greatest of all time, it should be bigger than just you. You know what I mean? Because yeah. then that, it just becomes your personal favorite list, which is just your personal favorite list. It's not the greatest of all time. But but to say but to. Say Say that Meek Mill has not had an impact on hip hop culture is wild. I'm not no, talking about Meek no, specifically, no, but, but by the that's way. That's why he's a, like a legend is a great thing. A lot of things don't become legends. They're just the greatest of all time. Like we're talking about shit. If we're having this conversation ten years from now, the the artists of this generation who may not be on that on still doing music at that time, they're already in, in that conversation, right? Do in ten years from now, do we mention Meek Mill from this generation, or or do we just again? Drake, Actually, I, I think we Cole, do. Kendrick. I think we do. And the reason why is because he's already had a 10-year career. He's already 10 years in on his career. Like, seriously. As, already, as one of the greatest? He's already 10 years in on a career as being top elite of, of the music that he makes. Now, from, from music has shifted. At one point in time, we wouldn't even be having a conversation if Meek was a great because everything was centered around the streets. Mm-hmm. Right or wrong? I, it, it, at one point I think time, this is a tough one. I think talk, 100% he's a legend, but I think... I mean, I don't want to just hold it to him because everybody just make it seem like I'm holding it to him. But what I'm saying is is that we're in, we in a place... It, wait wait a second. We're in a place... I feel like hip-hop is gentrified on a lot of different levels. And what I mean by that is that because it's more, it's a lot of kids that don't listen to a lot of shit on a high... On, how could I say it? It's a lot of kids... Me, all right, Meek don't sell as much as a Drake, right? Mm-hmm. So if Meek sells as much as a Drake, does that make a does that make more of an argument? I don't say it comes argument? down to just sales. It, do, I don't it think does it's for just a lot of, because that's what hip hop is now. Motherfuckers is motherfuckers is judging off what the best shit is based on their sales. When well, one point in time, all you had to do was really be a really great rapper I, I, to be I, considered I think, a great. You got to put everything into the pot with that. And like my thing with saying say like Meek is gonna be a legend to me, right? If we're gonna say he's one of the greatest of all time, mm-hmm. and, and well, see, greats and greatest of all time, greatest of all time. I'm I'm saying he's on a list that's undisputable. These are the top dudes that's ever rapped, or 
the top hip hop artists of all time, right? Mm. I think we open it up to other artists that we would struggle to make the same argument about, like the game. Well, to me, the game is a better rapper than Meek. To me, the game has accomplished more than Meek. Would I put the game as much? Game used to be one of my favorite rappers. Would I put him on the greatest of all time? No. No. He's a legend. He'll he'll be up there in that conversation once we're talking about so people who's who the, So who's the So what makes you the greatest? That's what I'm saying. It's like, what, what just makes you the greatest of all time? Because I, I look at it through the categories. Because before we was, we was saying about basketball and all that shit and how we rate things. And it's like when I think of the greatest shooting guards of all time, right? Think of Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade. I think that fucking James Harden could potentially get in there one day, right? So when we're talking in terms of rap, do we have like a list of dudes who do certain things that make them great? Or so I don't just, think the basketball analogy makes sense here, to be honest it, with you. It's, it's like, an all round thing, right? Yeah. Like, for example, it doesn't mean you're just the best bar for bar. Right. But it, it's like it's like floating attributes. Right. Like, yeah, Kendrick might be the best in terms of just rapping ability on that particular like list or whatever. But. Sales, he dominates there too. You you have to almost hit every checkbox. I just feel like man, I just feel like rap is just so fucking watered down. Where you could be a great rapper and people just question you being a like a a great rapper just because you don't fucking. No, no. All right, let's. I feel like let's button this up. It's getting too like I don't think we're trying to take away from people by saying like just because they don't sell well that doesn't make them a great. That's a fact. It's just to be a great the the greatest of all time list can't be like fifty people. That's all it is. It can't be fifty people. Other than some dope moments, it is. And that's what we're saying about even Kendrick Cole Drake. And I agree with that, that it's, it's very few out of this generation. We have a lot of legends, very few goats or candidates for goats. I just can't sit here and argue what. Then Kanye is above all of that. Then. Kanye, because I said, but, but, what, but we had a, we had a debate before. This was off camera when mm -hmm. I said that Kanye is in there with Michael Jackson and them niggas, and you told me I was bugging. Okay, no, because you were going to an extreme. I mean, that's not an extreme. That's of, not an extreme. That's like, not an extreme. Michael, Michael Jackson is one. No, you get exactly. me? Like, like, what? You were Kanye arguing that Kanye one. is one. He is. One of what? Now we're opening it up to just all no, no, the, no, what I'm saying. Ever. Are, the, the one of the best. Ever. Wait, like, wait, one the, of the, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Kanye West. Kanye West. I fuck all that Trump shit. He going through all of that shit. Based it off of just his his of cultural impact. Of course, he's one of the greatest of all but time. But that's what I'm saying, and that's above that's above rap music. Like he's in there with fucking if Kanye. Yo, if Kanye Wait, was so the, are we now talking about just rap music, or are we talking about everything? No, I'm ta I'm talking about right? a debate that me and this man was having oh, one so day. This is, this and, is a and he told me that I was bugging because I said that Kanye, if he was to pass away, that it would be just as a big as a fucking impact on a worldly level as a Michael Jackson or a Prince or one of them niggas, and he said that I was bugging for saying no, no, that. I didn't say... You did say I that. I didn't say about his impact of his death. What I said is that... No, I said if he, you, go, if he you, went you, right you, now... equated him to Michael Jackson. He's on the level of what... And, 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 and I said to you... What? I don't think it's a undisputed fact that Kanye is the greatest hip-hop artist to ever live. And we had that... We, we then had I that... I said that the we, niggas... Uh, I said that he has went far beyond that just being an artist. That he's far beyond that. If if you can't understand that Kanye, and the reason why I brought up his him passing away is because a lot of niggas die, and a lot of people don't give a fuck after, a week after they dead. If Kanye was to go today, dog, he's go he go up in there on a Mount Rushmore with Prince and fucking Michael Jackson yeah, and all them fact. other niggas. He do. Okay, still still not the point I was saying. I'm just saying, if he died today, we're not saying Kanye is the greatest hip hop artist I ever lived. I see. I still, I still stand okay, by that. Okay. 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 I see. Like, like, there's a lot of other things. Like, I, I was Some, arguing with him and Tupac. I was arguing with him and Tupac. Right. And, and, and I thought that was a that was a there was good arguments on both sides. You said that he, his Tupac right. impact was way big. It was way bigger than Kanye's. And I said that Kanye. I said Tupac certain, did a lot. Certain. I said Tupac did a lot in a small amount of time. But if 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 the same if they have the same circumstances, well, not circumstances due to passing. Mm -hmm. But if Kanye was no longer here with us. That shit would be way bigger. Yeah, he's definitely going to be one of the greatest of all time, period. But if you're talking about in the context of him not being like a lyricist, whatever, not putting him in top of rap greatest, I get that. Like you're talking about most lyrical being included, yeah. fine. But he's yeah. absolutely yeah. one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, period. no, no, no. Of course that. That's not. An I, I think. I think. I was just saying when we compare anybody to Michael Jackson. 
Michael Jackson. I don't know why he got in this conversation. He shouldn't have been a part of this conversation we're trying Ooh. to have. That's like, oh, no, wait, no, no, we Michael we Jackson. That's no, we was talking. No, we was talking about all-time greats. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what we was talking about, all-time great entertainers. I said that I got you. Kanye is one of the... He's one of the greatest entertainers of all time. And I, that, that the argument that you was making is that he... No, he's not. With... with Back to the original convo, right? Mm-hmm. With, like, Meek. I'm, I'm going to... Put in a couple more because I don't feel like it feels like it's personal to and me. It's and not, it's not, right? No, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm not. It's really not. I want to throw in guys who I feel are around this level mm-hmm. and will absolutely, if not already, are legends. Okay. So that's why I threw in the game, and there's a bunch more we could probably throw in. But for for them, I don't think even their impact, like even their music, they make great music. Mm-hmm. And in the games on the game side, he has to me he has two classic albums. But I don't think his music or their impact on just rap music didn't change anything. Is it like, like extended of- impact? Like, you know how we can look back and say, for, like, Kendrick uh, and Drake have been extremely consistent for the past, like, few years, so they define sort of an era in time? Is that the thing? Is it like you Perhaps. can't just be I hot think, for but, a few but, years but, then dip? It's like you have to hold it down. But I think that's what I know. I mean... Or even change the music. The only, that's the only reason why I brought him up because I feel like in the past 10 years, that was a Like, he was a big part of me. Yeah, but, he was a, but a big consistently part of it. in the way that, like, other people... And again, it's not taking away from yeah, him. It's not personal. Meek is 100% a legend. Right, right. Right. And maybe it's that. Maybe it's like being on a consistent run, like dominating an era in time. Well, versus I, having some really big moments in time. Right. Over a span but of and, and but I think it's see what I say is one one thing I say that's really great about Drake is that like when Drake first came out, a lot of quote unquote hip hop heads really was a fucker with him because of the rap because he was singing. You know what I mean? And then he changed, like, what he did was he changed it to where every kid that wants to rap today is comfortable with singing and rapping, right? They comfortable with saying, all right, I'm going to sing or I'm going to try to sing just as, well, just as well as I rap. Like, if we don't get, if we don't have a Drake, we don't get, like, kids who come up under him like an A-Boogie and all these different kids who come out singing and shit. Right. So I get that. But re- when I spoke about Meek, I was saying, like, all right, just his impact with people being able to see a grind. Right now, Battle Rapper turn mainstream and most battle rappers don't transcend into making hit records battle rapper gets signed make hit records before he even gets signed runs the city you know i mean runs the city on a street level gets signed has mainstream success that's the only reason why i put him in there but drake has had it on like such a massive and that's commercial level yeah. you know what i mean like a massive insane commercial level where this motherfucker has all types of commercial uh, that and that adds into it the greatest of all time should also be able to transcend boundaries, Absolutely. right? Sort of Absolutely. thing. Like you should be able to travel to far corners of the earth, Absolutely. and they'll still have heard of this person and be able to. And maybe some, and because people got legal problems, the they can't. Of, what, what, what do you think? Do you think Beanie Siegel is a legend? Or I think I think oh. Beanie I think Beanie Siegel is a I think he's a legend. I know he's a legend. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of him being a goat. I think he's one of the greatest lyricists of all time. Like, I, like th- that's why I'm saying it's particular to certain categories, right. right? I think it's particular to certain categories. Now, yeah, certain rappers might not be on the same level as another person mm-hmm. with being great, but in terms of lyricism, Beanie Siegel is one of the greatest rappers to ever put words together. Ever, and that's indisputable. Yeah. That's indisputable. I, I, I think I kind of get what you're saying, Wayno. We just but, don't have nothing. We don't have, like, I, I that's think, why we got to make a, hip, a, a Hall of Fame and all of that yeah. shit. I, I, I think, and even the way you started out, like, 20 minutes ago, in terms of saying hip-hop is kind of getting gentrified, when it comes to street rap, Meek Mill undoubtedly is one of the best to ever do it. Like, if we're only thinking about street rap, he's one of the greatest of all time. I think... But that's one category. It's like you know, if we think about the best, like the best three-point shooters ever. Del Curry's one of the best sh- three-point shooters of all. He's, ever. he's not even top ten. <laughs> he keeps trying. Let yeah, him he's try. not even he keeps top ten. Like, his, his son, his son, way past. No, no, no. I get what you say. I can't name <laughs> Steph Curry because Steph Curry is really just a great player. Yeah. He's the greatest but, shooter we've ever seen like, ever. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just talking about someone who may be really good in one statistic. Yeah. But then when you look overall, okay, they might not. They might. They might be on the top 10 in one statistic, right, right. but overall they might not you know, be right. top so, 10. But, but see, that's why I said, and that's why I said, all right, 
because this shit goes. We all get passionate about this in our own way, but I think I think that's why it's like it's all particular because like when you brought up Beanie Siegel, that makes me think think about immediately about Jada Kiss. And if we're talking about lyricism, right? If we're talking about lyricism, which lyricism was like the foundation of hip hop at one point in time, and that's why I said it's gentrified because the shit is changing, mm-hmm. the neighborhood's changing, and the motherfuckers that built the neighborhood can't live there. Mm-hmm. That's why it's, that's why it's gentrified. But Jada Kiss, one of the fucking greatest lyricists ever, bar none. A legend. But it's like, for what he does, we shouldn't even be having a conversation if he's one of the greats. So greatest of all time and greats, I think, are two different things. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I hear no, greats, greats, I hear, is greats kind of, are legend. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Greats, greats, are, greats are legends. Greatest yeah. of all time is like, we're now using, because for example, like, we're, we're going to use some criteria that might not be fair. Right, Jay, right, 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 right. Like, right. if we're only talking bars, yeah, nigga, you're, you're, on, the, you're on the top five list. Right. But if we then throw in, you know, we're going to throw in commercial success. We're going to mm-hmm. throw in impact on the whole culture. We're going to throw in these other things that necessarily like, yeah, you were you're still a legend without you being strong at. Yeah. But if we're coming up with that, like all in comparison yeah. list, yeah. like we got to think. About it. But it's like, but it's different list, too, because then it's like Diddy's fucking greatest of all time mogul. Oh, like Jesus Christ. You know Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, yeah, we're going not all day for this. We're not talking right, about the mogul list. We're not talking about the mogul list right now. Shit, but it's a, it's a fun conversation. I feel like we came to a sort of consensus just now. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Right, we, finally. We, From Wayno Space 10 minutes ago, I didn't think this was going to end well. <laughs> I'm glad it did. I'm glad it did. Um, thank you guys for sharing your thoughts. It sounded like you was about to wrap the whole dreams and nightmare intro just now, man. I used to pay for times like this. rhyme like this. I mean, and another thing. That would have been legendary. In closing, another thing is, is like, yeah, I am passionate about my friends. You know what I mean? That's my friend. That's my brother. I've known Meek since he was 16 years old. I've seen him go through everything he's went through, like, mm-hmm. firsthand. I've been in the studio when he had the ankle monitor yeah. on him. So you get him like, up here every day struggle, my nigga? Absolutely, like, I can. <laughs> absolutely, I can. And he knows that. But, you know, you're going you, you're gonna to defend, you know what I mean, people that you care about. And finally, one more question that took us down a 30-minute wormhole on the show. For an upcoming rapper, does your state actually determine the buzz you get? Does your state determine the buzz you get? Certain rappers claim one state or city and wasn't born or raised there. Mm. Uh, this, especially if you're from New York, this is like a big debate. So remember Ooh. when Rocky and the whole mob dropped and everyone felt like they sounded too Houston? Uh, New York wasn't really showing them love at first. I think he even told the Times, like, what, what song was it? He said it wasn't on Purple Swag. People didn't really like. They didn't respect him until he dropped Peso. That's they. I don't know who they yeah. are. We loved it. but um. I love this question. I love this question, too, only because, all right, it's... So when I see people who were, weren't born or raised there, that's a big thing. Because I have a problem with you implementing certain types of culture into your art, mm-hmm. and you don't really know nothing about it because you didn't grow up on the grounds. Now, what I, what, what, the thing with Rocky is me being from Harlem, the first question everybody asks when a new Harlem guy comes out is, who knows him? Where do you go to school? Who, who he play ball with? All of that. With Rocky, what I really respected about Rocky, he was like, yo, in 2004, I was watching Mike Jones. Like, that was all that was on BET at that time. Remember yeah. when Houston had they fucking rain? Mm-hmm. Mike Jones, fucking Little Flip, Slim Thug, Zero. I mean, UGK was killing it at that time. Paul Wall. For him to be a young kid, and that's what he was taking in, that's what he put out. So I wasn't mad at it when he explained it. But um, you, you see, your city or state definitely determines your buzz. Yeah. But it de- determines your buzz depending upon... Who's the face of that that city or state? The success they have. Because mm-hmm. we just I was just talking about Freddie Gibbs the other day. He's from Gary, Indiana. Nobody's fucking going and recruiting out of there. Right. But you got a person that's so dope out of Gary, Indiana. Mm-hmm. But I think that's due to Freddie Gibbs has had success, but he hasn't had commercial success. Yeah, so there's so many layers to this. So let's right. start with the Freddie Gibbs example. So, Ak, if you're from Gary, Indiana, you're an amazing rapper. There's no rap scene there. Are you at fault if you move to another city and try to acclimate? And incorporate part, parts of their culture, like he said, or like what's, what's the rule book here? Before we even do that, right? Before we even like go on that tangent or angle, mm-hmm. I'll say this because this is like this is so true for me. Mm-hmm. I give a lot more respect for somebody making it out of Gary, Indiana, out of, than out of New York City, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. I've always, I've always looked at at so many different ways where. I look at artists in New York and I'm like, if you're somewhere else, you're not popping. If somewhere else, if you're somewhere else, no one knows you. Mm-hmm. You have so much access to every media company. Like, that's even a knock. People even, you know, somebody in Houston or somebody in like, it could be like North Dakota is like, yo, listen, we love y'all everyday struggle. We love y'all at the Breakfast Club, whatever these other outlets, but all media is from New York. Mm-hmm. Let's keep right. it real. Absolutely. All media is. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. In New York, Wayno probably know a couple niggas from, still from Harlem. Shit, I live in Jersey. So... And I remember that's why when I even started doing my thing, I try to not be that like East Coast centric mm-hmm. because I do believe that's an unfair advantage. Mm-hmm. And but the thing th- is, artists, kinda help- artists from New York are always complaining that they're not getting love here as well, though. That's well, the thing. It, well, guess what? I, and I'm going to tell you why. And I like this was a like this is a big conversation because artists from New York. I had said something like on another platform I was on. I said something about like artists from New York, like not talking about shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. Like, I listen to certain albums, and personally, we'll go through a lot of shit that another guy will go through mm-hmm. in another town, mm-hmm. but I think that our skill our skill has been diminished in how we project that in music. Because we, we in New York, we always think about, a lot of dudes in New York always think about, they getting money doing that, I'm going to get money doing that. That's the mindset, mm-hmm. initially, right? And we don't. Now it's not so much about the craft. It's like, how can I get this shit going? How can I get myself on and my niggas? And I think that's what holds New York back. But at the same time, New York has shifted. And it's shifted crazy to where a lot of the radios and all of that, they do lean towards what's what's popping. And then when a guy goes to Atlanta and gets a song with a dude from Atlanta, they still don't get played. But I think that people don't play the game based on music. You got to play the politics game, too. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of people from New York don't get love because they don't play the politics game because they look at it as, you know, sucking dick. You know what I mean? Like, seriously, that's how they be looking at shit. Like, I'm not sucking dick to do this and I'm not. And the thing is, is that in order to be an artist, you got to learn that you it's more than just your art. I think it's 10% of your talent is what really gets you going. Like, you got to have all the other things, being on time, being respectful, showing up to shit that you're not going to get paid for. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to get you on. And a lot of dudes is not willing to do that because they view it a certain way. In New York Sorry. specifically. In New York. Uh, well, well, I know in New York. When I hear uh, artists from New York, and and this is like this is kind of like a, a bias, right? So people do think once you're on in New York, you're on everywhere. Mm-hmm. That used to be the case when radio started dying. Now people learn the harsh reality that it wasn't. So everybody who was like, "No, I'm good in New York. I don't need to go whatever." Okay, cool. You're not on. Like you, you're only known in those four boroughs. But, like, even, is it four boroughs? I don't even know. Five? Five. Oh, yeah. Nigga, I don't know. Nigga, I live in Jersey. <laughs> anyway, beyond that, you see, now, like, for example, I'll give you two artists, and I'm not picking on them, but, but I, I'm going to use my example. Okay. I've been hearing a lot about this dude, Lil TJ. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know he's a New York artist. I know I interact with New York people. So, for them, whoever is hot within their little, I don't want to call it little, but, like, the, 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 that close proximity where you live in, that's hot all over the world. There's somebody right now in Gary, Indiana, saying, who the fuck is Lil TJ? Right. Somebody in Houston saying, who the fuck is Lil TJ? Now, a lot of times you'll see with media, because it's in New York, okay, well, if it's hot here, let's just push it onto the world. And, and not even getting that also, this person, I'm going to use examples. Mm-hmm. Like, Troy Ave made a XXL freshman list. I forgot what year. Mm-hmm. I was baffled. 2015. I was baffled. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and salute to Troy Ave, but I, don't, I didn't think that he was hot across the U.S. He was hot, if he was hot, right, in New York. And he did have a couple of records, right? But that, I've always looked at that and said, that's kind of like a flawed type of thing. So mm-hmm. I put artists from New York 
through even a you, you have like a harder mm-hmm. even fucking if from the city though look, like, so so one of the things people think is New York can be a little snobby in terms of how we feel no, about we rap because we are. are the mecca and it puts we too much pressure are. on this upcoming generation versus a city like Atlanta where it seems like the OGs are like cool you're making songs let's do songs together let's do more songs you well, know what I, I mean I, I say to your point right like and if you're not from New York and you're making in New York then you're good everywhere like seriously if you're not from here and you could come here and sell out a show you can probably sell out a show anywhere because New York has the most critical people yeah, yeah. on the fucking planet. Mm-hmm. They'll come out their crib, pay for a ticket, come there, and you tell them, put your hands up, and everybody will stare at you like, who the fuck is this nigga? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think New York's biggest problem is that we think that we're too cool for shit, but to your point about like the younger artists not getting out there, that's due to your team. That's due to your team. Because if you dealing with like management, like if, you, if your management can't go to L.A. and they could go hit up uh, just incredible or mm-hmm. sour milk in them or big boy in them like you got to be able to work the circuit and it's not just due to the artist that's why a lot of times like I don't always put on a label sometimes it is the label because they don't understand the artist that they have mm-hmm. and it is the artist because they just thinking that this shit is just some game and they're not approaching it from a business standpoint you got to approach your music the same way a basketball player approaches playing basketball fucking practice that could be writing a 16 every day mm-hmm. Working on your vocals, like rappers should start going to fucking vocal coaches. You want to know why? Your voice is an instrument, and you got to use it in that in that way. So I think the the initial question was about, you know, does your state determine your buzz? Absolutely, yeah. because when you can't get the Migos and you can't get Twenty One and you can't get um, Nudie or any of these other guys, you go into Atlanta and say, who's next? Like, who else can I get? Because Atlanta's producing that 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 top notch product. When New York has like the A Boogies, the Daves, all these other guys, people are looking, but we don't have, like in New York, I don't feel like we have those CEOs like we used to. Like we don't have Coach K's and P's no more. You know what I mean? It's like everybody is in a gauntlet trying to outdo each other here and they're not thinking about everything else. Uh, Shotty from Treyway, you're trying to unite it. Yo, I'm, I one thing I will, one thing I will say about Shotty is for me, I know somewhat of his history and for him to be the type of dude that he is he's come a long fucking way he's come a very long way and i think he should be saluted for that but at the same time his approach is what makes him misunderstood and the artist he deals with which is six nine hmm. it's a new thing and they dealing with a lot of aggression everything they do is aggression so i think um your state definitely determines your buzz but it depends on what you you know five years down the line because of the internet does it matter as much what state you're actually from in terms of your buzz because it seems like if your state doesn't actually fuck with you, no. there's always the internet route, right? Until you get popular enough that they... But sometimes it takes no, the internet no, 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 first no, no. before it your state circles back. It does. It does. It depends, back to depends give you on love. what rapper you are. Sure, and I remember Wale like early you, saying the DMV didn't show him love. He was getting love overseas. Wale's, sometimes you got to be popular Wale's elsewhere to come back to Wale's your... Wale's more of the creative, artsy, not just trying to put him in that box, but you cannot be a street rapper and get love on the internet before your city. It just can't work. You can't, like, I, I just haven't seen so it. So it's a different it's, type like, of rapper. You can't, you can't be a street rapper respected as a street rapper. And, and again, th- th- like, street rap is a different ecosystem than just putting songs out and blowing up online. So we're separating the artsy rappers and the street rappers. But at saying. the same time, no, at the same time, you got to remember the street shit is very subjective, too, because the Internet, right? Like, what is that, right? The Internet is what every, everybody uses the Internet. Roddy Rich, niggas is fucking with Roddy Rich in New York because they seeing that shit on Instagram and he's putting out music that's saying a nigga from the street might say yo I'm feeling that same way I'm going through the same thing so I think like the internet shit is very subjective in particular to each person if you are a street dude street dudes is on computers they on iPads they on all of this shit now so you can definitely blow up somewhere else before it hits your city I don't feel like I get what you're saying but I don't Mm -hmm. feel like Roderick is a perfect example right Mm -hmm. And that's why we went to um, California that um, this last time for CompassCon, like, and, and I was around, I was even outside Long Beach, really interacting with people from Cali, and they were like, yo, nah, we really fuck with him here. Mm-hmm. I don't think his momentum, because when, when, when it gets to my level, he's been buzzing in the city Absolutely. for a while. Absolutely. Yeah. If he wasn't buzzing in the city, those records don't even get, maybe he still makes them, but... It's all that momentum from you being the guy in your city mm-hmm. that makes that, that bubbles to, like, my radar. Yeah. You get me? So I do, but, I do think, like, as, as opposed to a Lil Xan. I don't know where Lil Xan is from. I seen his video online, a Betrayed joint, mm-hmm. had a dope little That's melody, I think a it's, cute video. I think it's subjective to each, each case. 
Like, that's why I think it's a little bit subjective to each case. Well, I was just trying to at least say, for example, mm -hmm. like, the, the momentum Meek had is what pushes him into mainstream. The momentum that Roddy Rich had push him is but pushes meek, him but at the same time though you got to remember something the internet wasn't at the level like when meek was buzzing mm -hmm. it was no instagram it wasn't the streaming situation it, it wasn't no streaming right it was no instagram people were still people no, no, was it, it travels faster copies. now it, right right, it right. Travels faster now but like like you remember like with, with jay and them like your city was pushing you or yeah. wherever you yeah. were so you're from, right, right that it adds a whole nother level level of credibility and the momentum you're completely right it's like you could go fact check like all right he's hot as over here it's not just a joke but like i think the internet's going to change all of that i don't just don't it, think it that does you... because the internet and i always say this it made the world flat you know what i mean it made the world flat where and not overnight by the way not overnight, it's not an overnight thing but like literally i mean when i went to japan it's dudes that's from New York that ain't even popping on a block. They might be popping on a block, but not popping in the next borough or doing sold out shows. Mm -hmm. And in Japan, they fucking love them. So th that just goes to show you how strong the Internet is, where you focusing on just being in New York. You could be in Japan getting money yeah, and so not even know it. Where does like a 6 9 factor into this equation? Because at first, I feel like a lot of people in New York weren't really feeling him, especially like the older audience. Right, I'm going to get right to that. Mm -hmm. But right before and this, I was saying like. You could bubble like if if you if it's certain type of music and that's why I'm just um, pinpointing street rap like look at Slim Jesus, yeah it was some people his song blew up Drill Time, some people say it was hilariously trash Ugh. or some people said oh man he's talking that shit and he looks like that, and it could have went either way, but it quickly because there was no support like he really had no like it was some goofy kids making a song, it literally. Just oh, man, that's out. such a rough example, though. No, 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 it's, it's an example. No, but I, I see what you no, mean. No, it's an example that yeah. counts. Because, put like this, right? There's this guy right now. This is guy, he's blowing up in, in Cali. I posted him yesterday. Shit, he's, when you listen to the lyrics, he's funny as hell. The dude name is Blueface. Like, Blue, yeah. I think Blueface 100. Yeah, yeah I don't I know. Seen, I seen him. Mm -hmm. Like, the lyrics is funny. Mm -hmm. To be honest, it, that shit is almost on some drill time mess type of shit. But then, you know what happened? Apparently, in his city, Niggas moving like his how they're moving like he's in the gang or whatever. People are saying he's official. What about someone like now, Jay now, Critch coming out of New York? Does see, he need right. the whole city to rally behind see, him and keep that and, momentum and going is, for everyone else to like across the coast to, to take him seriously? That's a great example. I'm gonna tell you why that's a great example because like with Jay Critch, right? Th th this is why I have, the problem I have with New York is is like. We don't, it's not just the label not doing development, media don't do no development. You know, I, I feel like Jay Critch deserves acknowledgement and I've been championing him. Remember, like, even with the Double XL Freshman Cup, I was like, yo, he should have been there. Now, you see a kid, Jay Critch, he doing his thing, and he was doing his thing. The first time I seen him was at Yams Day, like, two years ago. Mm -hmm. And he'd been doing his thing or whatever. It take an Atlanta nigga to come up here to sign him. To sign him. <laughs> and it went, yeah, Richard Richard was born in New York. Whatever. The nigga's from Atlanta. That's so funny because. He's from, uh, he's, he was born in New York. He's, fr he's from Atlanta. It, Michael Jordan was born in fucking Brooklyn. He's from North Carolina. Okay. Look, it take a Atlanta nigga to come up here, mm -hmm. say, all right, I'm going to fuck with you. Because nobody was fucking with Jay Critch. I'm going to fuck with you. Now everybody want to jump on his dick. That's what I mean. Because, like, how because, much because, is... But, but that's what I'm saying. People, they not doing no development. I think for a lot, a lot of times, like, we got to have, like, when it comes to music, it's a lot of entry level positions. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right, to get to get on academics page is a big thing, but you have to earn that. That's not something that you just because you're new. Right. And it's levels. So I think if it's somebody that you like. Right. Like, let's say you like this kid. You really like their song or whatever. Don't you don't have to have a great relationship with a manager. You don't have to fucking know them. If you like it, support it and push it. Because I feel like J. Chris should be way bigger than what he is, mm -hmm. and niggas ain't supporting him because of maybe one or two things, or he he might he's he's not here. I, I think that he's, he's he's from Brooklyn for real, mm -hmm. but he's not visible in the city as much as you'd like him to be. Right. So you can't support him. No, he's from here. Let's champion that shit and let's get him the way he needs to be. Hey, listen. So back to six nine, and I, I want to touch on that J. Chris thing too. Mm -hmm. So so with six nine, the song came out. Dope song, of course. At least I just first heard the song. Don't know what's behind what. Mm -hmm. Then I see how it looks, and I'm like, "Oh shit, this is Slim Jesus, hundred percent." I said, "This is Slim Jesus." You felt like that when you seen him? When, when For I, the first time, when you, no, the no, first time you seen him was Gummo. I, no, the first song I heard was Gummo. Yeah, yeah, 
and I seen a picture of him. And then I remembered there was a meme, a very popular meme of him, Trippy, and like some other guy. Mm -hmm. And I said, this is the, this is the weird looking kid talking tough to get people to buy in. And this is kind of a joke, but it sounds really good. So I'll rock with this song. I don't know. If he ain't had a, if he ain't had the blood niggas behind him to, 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 to like everything that said, oh, it, it'll happen. Mm -hmm. This doesn't happen. Hundred percent. You six nine can't just drop them records and, and pop off. If he no, didn't no. have, if he didn't have that that presence and and people start realizing because the association like, oh, oh, he's linked up with. So you right. think it was more them than the stuff he was doing online to bring attention to himself? No, no, or was I, it a good no, mix yo, of both? That was that was what gave his career a second chance mm. because he got buried off of those allegations. But when uh, and I mean even now, like people might not believe him, mm. but they know everything around him. It's real. Like when when I you mean, saw the Gummo video, niggas, niggas, you knew the niggas right, in there. So so look, so the thing with with Six Nine, right? The first time I ever seen Six Nine ever was it was him and two other dudes, and it was a meme, and it was like name this rap group, right? Mm -hmm. Because they was looking kind of funny, you know what I mean? Like he had on no shirt or some tight pants. It, it just looked funny. That's the first time I seen him. When I seen his video, I think what what caught everybody off guard was he's the only Mexican around a bunch of black dudes and he got on a red flag, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, what the, everybody was like, what the fuck is this? Everybody was like, what the fuck is this? This kid got rainbow hair, he got on a red flag or whatever. And in a lot of ways, he's self-made. He's, he's very self-made because nobody gave him a chance. I didn't even know nothing about the allegations till like later, way later on after Gummo. When I meant the video though, mm -hmm. what I meant like when I saw him, the first time I saw him wasn't a Gummo video. Right. Because even how I met him was like, I remember trying to talk to his label, like, why are you not pushing this on? This shit is fire, mm -hmm. right? I, I only have seen a picture of him, mm -hmm. and I think, like, he may, we're, we're on Instagram, like, kind of just sitting on, like, he was sitting on steps just kind of talking to the camera, right? But the gummo, like, if the, so, I'm saying the movement with him kind of, kind of legitimized him. But yeah, even the gummo video, like if he shot a video like Slim Jesus where it was clearly geeks in the background with like, fake guns, yeah. like we're laughing about the building. But when you see the gummo video and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, it is. It, it doesn't look a little weird. You, I'm like, only you can't just do that in New York. Like you can't, the people that he was around, see that's why I was, it was like, that's why he's having all the, alley, all the things that he's going through because like the video that he pulled off, you can't just do that. Like the neighborhood he was in, the people he was around, you can't just get to them. And that's what, I mean, that's what led to his stardom, but that's what could kind of lead to his demise because he had those crazy situations. That's a whole nother story. Yeah. You know what I mean? But th that's what led to all of that because you, uh, you associated, <laughs> he associated himself with something in New York that you can't play with. Yeah. But I mean, to your bigger point, I understand what you're saying, like with guys like a YG or a Nipsey. For guys like that, I think it's very important that they have sort of their state and their cities yeah, behind them. To. But yeah, it doesn't. I don't think it applies across the board. That's why I kept it to street rap. Right. Like, you can't tell me no dude who has nobody in the city fucking with him, mm -hmm. but is super popping doing street rap right. online, right? Mm -hmm. Because beyond the songs, people now start looking to see, I right, is he really about it? Yeah, can he dance out here? And and then what happens is because street rap, it's, I ain't gonna lie, it's, it's like a doggy dog world when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. Other people who've seen your success but, is like, I'm about to prove he ain't real, but they're gonna put me on. But at the same time, and this is just the case with Six Nine, I don't like, I don't view his shit as street rap. I I, I still view it as sort of a parody. I don't view it as as street rap, and like, that's no disrespect to him. I'm just saying by his actions, just by his actions and how he move doesn't represent exactly what the streets is for me and how I was raised in the streets or how like I grew up within music in the streets. So to me, it's still like kind of a parody. Hmm. You know? All right. So to summarize and, this conversation, oh, and, we, and, and we could have more conversation about that later, but Jay Critch, mm -hmm. this is what I realized when you said, does it really to get back to the question, does your state or city make you hot? Mm -hmm. I don't think if you're the hottest in New York and you're only hot in New York, it makes you hot. I'll give you the quickest example. Even though I know Baby did a video, or Lil Baby, I'm talking about, did a song with Drake. Mm -hmm. But I think if you're the hottest in Atlanta, it means a lot more than you're the hottest in New York. Because That's only because New York ain't at the, it, it, New York rap is not where it used to be. But again, why is it not where it used to be? Is it part but of the because, reason because our standards because we are don't so... Have yo, yo, or even Memphis. Yo, every time these niggas from Memphis who, 
They, like, honestly, they don't get no press support. Mm-hmm. They kind of work it. And maybe it is their team. They be working it like the independent artists while they sign. When they drop like a money bag, yo, mm-hmm. that nigga going to put up 40000 Jay Critch, we can say he the hottest in New York, up and coming to center. third. He going to drop. He not making the but, charts. But, but, you know, but you know why? Because we not champion. Like, and that's why I said about New York. We not champion it, in it. We're not. And, and that's the fucked up thing because it's like. You got all these people here, right? You got all these people. I, and I say like like an A Boogie, right? A Boogie should be way bigger than what he is. He because, be. And New York should have championed him harder, you're saying? I, I, no, he's big, though. He is, but he Explain is. A, he, I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Because he's big amongst the kids in New York, right? He's big amongst the kids. Like I said, among, New York, it's hard here, yo. Because a motherfucker could like you, love your shit, all of that, and be like, I'm not going to fuck with him until he does this. Why not? I, I went through that with managing artists. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to fuck with you until you accomplish this. So I'm not going to fuck with you until you do this. And that shit is not fair. See, the thing is, is that they don't have large media there. In, like, in Atlanta, they don't have, like, a big media scene. So in Atlanta, when they got something that they love, they going to love it tenfold. We got all the media here, and niggas will be fucking with you heavy and won't say it. All right, so that's the thing. If all the media is here, right, and all the artists are coming through, there's a ton of artists, there's a ton of music dropping. Mm-hmm. Are we saying New York media should then prioritize New York artists, or should you... I, nah, like, nah, well, it's, it's a change in the guards. New York is the only place... Name me another city. Has LA changed guards in terms of their media personalities? No, 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 not that, not that. But, but like, just, okay, change in mentality. Mm-hmm. It's a change in mentality from what you expect the city to sound like. Atlanta, there's nobody on some shit like, yo, man, I'm tired of this nigga future, man. When these niggas gonna rap like so Andre 3000? Back to my first point, that is also our standards. Because yeah, how New Yorkers standards. are, we're just but, wild but, judgmental. Because so, so, these niggas won't get out their seats. So and basically, then, wait, you, split it, you split it below, like, almost like 25 and below that accepts the new style. Like, like the the most New York, New York nigga who's, say, 35, and, and most of them are closed-minded, they're listening to A Boogie and be like, what is this? You get me? They're not going to support it. Like, but, but see, that's and that's the biggest problem I have because I feel like I feel like this, right? Like retirement, right? Like, I don't think that you should retire, but I feel like if you a DJ and you've been in a seat for a long time, you should usher somebody else in. No one's ever going to do that. Though. But 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 see, but this is this is what I'm saying. This is why you got to fight for it. This is why our city don't grow in a lot of different ways, because it's like. Like when I was 21, I was misunderstood by 30 year olds. When I was 18, I was misunderstood by 21 year olds. Right. But then as I got older and I started doing shit, them same people is keeping me close because they want to know everything. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, why are you taking my information and not using it? So so that's the thing. That's why I don't mind. I never mind mentioning a Jay Critch mm-hmm. or a Don Q or a Boogies, a little TJ or TJ Porter or any of these young guys that's coming up because. If we don't, if, if we have the position, if we're in a position mm-hmm. to push something that we like and we don't, then we're doing the youth a disservice. I'll say this. But I think in, you're making a good point, but I think it goes both ways, right? So if you're an upcoming artist, right, and you only want an interview or a look from someone who's been in the seat for 30 years and you're not championing the journalists or the people coming up who are younger, then how can you at the same time be mad when you're not getting those looks because they're... Hold on. Facts. Yeah. You just said some... That's big, big facts. I've right? always felt like right? that personally. And, but beyond that... We put a little bit too much blame because every time this conversation comes up when it comes to New York, here are people say, yo, Flex, you've been, you've been there too long. Ebro, you've been there too, there too long. Listen, it's not only media. Those people, you know why they got a job? They're really representing a mentality that exists among you. They're not the only people that feel like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you get them out of the seat, and then the people who really feel like that is Fans still- is fickle here. Fans, is there, fans are very, very fickle. And that's why I said, like, a boogie, what really got him rocking was the kids. It was Because the kids don't give a fuck. When I was a kid and I seen my mom is playing tricks on me by Ghetto Boys, I didn't know if I didn't know that they was from Houston. I didn't give a fuck. I just liked the song. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. I think we got to have more shit where if it's something that we just genuinely like, especially if it's coming from our city, then we have to figure out ways to champion it. Like the same way with everybody got shit that they feel about 6ix9ine. But it's no way possible he shouldn't have did some of Jane. I got you, but I'm gonna put some of it on the artist too. Yo, it yo. is. It's on. It's on a lot of people. It's a lot of disconnection. You're blaming the artist for. for I'm not that, blaming them. No, no, I'm not blaming. I'm just well, putting I'm just a little bit on it. You know hey, what I mean? He's like, blaming the media person. I'm blaming honestly the fans. I think you gotta age motherfuckers out, because 
when I believe I believe only thirty percent of the people who love music in New York mm -hmm. are open to the new styles from New York artists. Your and I can't dispute that. And, and, and when you deal with a question, big just so we're like not this. shitting just on New York media specifically, right? You guys right. feel like it's different in different cities. People age and cities. you grew out of this stuff. Just like you might listen to a little peep and be like, sorry, this is not for me. No, no, no. Look, 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 the Migos look. I walked through Atlanta Airport mm -hmm. and I had a good five minute. I was going through TSA. I had a good five minute conversation with a guy. He had to be 40 plus about Takeoff's album. They really, like, like, not saying that's the only thing they've ever listened to, but. They're open to the current scene. They're guess not what, like, what? okay, music for me stopped before music, the sound changed. All right, guess what? So you want to know why? Because we so fucking, and, and my thing is this, right? Tradition is cool, but things change. And we so struck and fucking hell bent on our traditions and all these traditions mm -hmm. that we don't accept what's new. The Migos did not have to, if we talking about tradition, why the Migos don't sound like Outkast? Why Future, why, why, why Future don't sound like Ludacris? They could do different shit and be accepted. Gucci, all these niggas could do different shit and be accepted. But in New York, a boogie got to sound like Jada Kiss for Being motherfuckers. Being the birthplace of hip hop is a gift and a curse. It, it is, it but at the, but, I, but it, and it's kind of crazy. But I gotta agree with Ak in a sense because. Niggas need to open up their minds because I guess agree with what? it, but I think again, if you're if you're an upcoming artist mm -hmm. and you're only gonna do interviews or give looks to the biggest media personalities who've been around for decades, you can't always turn around and complain that other people aren't supporting you. you there can't. are upcoming journalists who will give you a look. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But you're not giving them the look. So But I, I but you know what? That, and that goes back to the to the artist's team because a lot of people is not well versed. Right. Like it's <laughs> a lot of people that don't know that you are a very highly respected journalist. Like on some real shit. Yeah, I'm the girl who just sits in the middle of you too. And, and I and I hate that. No, I'm <laughs> I'm dead serious. I hate that people try to equate you to that and they don't do their fucking homework. Cause my thing is is like, if if uh like, Miss Info and Angie and all of them wasn't heralded and held in a certain spot, then we a lot of Jay Z interviews is what made us go listen to the music. Cause that was the only outlet we had. We heard them speak on. They didn't have Instagram or none of that shit. Yeah. So. I think it's to the person's team to say, all right, this person is actually writing good articles and they might not be them, but let's see how we could grow with them. My whole thing is about growth. Media should grow with artists. It yeah, would absolutely. help. It would help. You see, these days, and and uh, this is my last point, we can move on. You're fine. We're, this was the whole This episode. was the one question. <laughs> so no, no, no. But it. it was a really, yo, who's the brother that <laughs> sent us this? Ent body bag. Ent body bag. Entertainment Thank body bag. Thank you so Nowadays, much. Nowadays, with, with like, yeah, I, to that point, I kind of do blame the artists because what happened is people have, have replaced the need for media with social media. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, the fuck I need to go chop it up with child. I got everybody on my Instagram. It's not the case. And also, they really don't champion a lot of new artists. Like, and, and, and again, of course, I was in a way more developed stage of my career, but you see how, look, look at me in 6 9 Shit, look at, look, at, look at how I was instrumental when it came to, came to drill music. Me and Dirk, me and Dirk, me and Keith, we still have a relationship. Like, if you're an artist coming up, what, again, maybe it doesn't have to be somebody who writes articles. Maybe it could be a YouTuber. Maybe it could be someone someone who fucks with you. You got to support who supports you. Yeah. So if you from like, like, for example, I feel like, you know, salute to my man, DJ Ghost. You know what I mean? He's, he's a very influential dude. He's from the West. Mm -hmm. Shit, I, 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 I watch him sometimes because I want to figure out how the people from the West are feeling. If you an artist coming out of the West Coast and you might be watching like your everyday struggling and disgusting me and I'm hot. You should be championing the guy who is discussing you. Yep. He's right, from where right, you're from. Right, right. And you and you do help create those voices that's gonna support the ecosystem that you are gonna flourish yeah, in. Yeah, I think people I, don't think about yeah, that. Yeah, bro, when I was and at my, MTV. And that might that might go back to what you say in terms of a team. Right. Yeah. Like like your manager is supposed to be like, there's been hella managers to be like, listen, shit, I could even tell you person pers like, listen, maybe six nine didn't understand who I was at first. The first time me and Trippy ever got ever talked, and by the way, six nine signed to the same person. Mm -hmm. His, the person who signed them, Trippy went off on me. And the person who signed them called Trippy and said, yo, you cannot do that. We got to build a relationship with y'all where even y'all got to like each other, but y'all have to coexist mm -hmm. because he's supporting the ecosystem that you flourish in. You get me? Mm -hmm. And I, I use myself as an example because you're right. Even for, even for the dudes who are super lyrical. Mm -hmm. Maybe I ain't the one. Right, but there's there's definitely somebody else. You got to right. give your energy it's to everyone. Them. Right, right, right. You know, when but I was I, at MTV, mm -hmm. like 
This was back when Chance had just dropped Acid Rap. I loved it. I loved him. I brought him and Vic up. The executives at MTV didn't know who the fuck Chance were. It was like but months was before, they started, before they started taking notice. And then they would put him on every special, but you'll never get that credit. And then the artists blow up, and they're like, now they wish on they could to get the net. It's just like, yo, so, you got to so think I think the biggest thing for us, not just New York, but just hip-hop as a whole, because hip-hop is not like, you know, we st- New York, I mean, hip-hop started in New York and all of that, and it's traveled all over the world. Um, I think that we just got to start having more honest conversations. I feel like we got to get off our fucking... A lot of people got to get off their fucking high horse and start saying, yo, if I like you, let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Because you might not have the information to grow. And the, the only... Um, I, I, I think that knowledge knowledge is the only currency. I look at knowledge as currency because it could get you everything. Mm-hmm. And knowledge is the only currency that you can't be taxed on. So my thing is, is that if you a young artist and I fuck with you, I'm going to give you some game. Now, what you do with that game is all up to you. Mm-hmm. But I think that before, when it was the biggies and this whole golden era, it was more dialogue. It was more dialogue, and it's not just... Like, don't send me a fucking gift so I could talk about you. Right. You know what I mean? I don't need that. If I like you, let's have a conversation. Even if I don't know you, let's have a conversation. Because yeah. ultimately, when that dude does blow up and then everybody tries to get him, that w- that's where the arrogance comes in. They wasn't fucking with me when I was on the grind. Right. Feel me? Right. And, and I still believe... Listen, once give New York fifteen years when Damn. Nah, seriously. <laughs> when, when, no, no, no. Yeah. When, when the people like when the people right now are twenty five, turn forty then. Yeah. And they're now seen as the old heads or whatever, but yeah. I, I would I would expect them to still have the mentality of openness. You don't have to love everything. But yeah. openness, you know yeah. what I mean? Okay, let me see what this this young dude who his style is just straight, just like rapping without teeth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just straight mumble. Who, who knows? But it's if you if if your whole city still expects the nineties, mm-hmm. it's not gonna work. Yeah. You not, and, and you're stunning your own growth. That's when you get artists. Shit. I don't wanna speak Duh. for Richard Kid, but you th- Richard Kid's probably like, yo, I'm glad I dipped. If I stayed here <laughs> rapping like the fourth Migo, well, they would have told me I was trash, I was trash, and I probably gave up and just started selling weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, just balance, man. Let's balance yeah. it out. And new voices, yo. I, like, I, I put this out there so much. Mm-hmm. If you are upcoming rapper from a different region, mm-hmm. bruh, listen, stop thinking you only got to get to me. You need to Grow start with the fucking with, on your level. You need with to, the people on your level. Not even have to be on that your level. Never changes, but, but, like, you got to learn and be like, yo, word, act not into the music I'm into. Nigga, I'm not into some of y'all niggas' music. Right. You'll never get me into it. <laughs> I'm a person, right? The person who is into your music, there's hella people who likes all type of different music. Absolutely. Yep. And it, fuck you're not the only that, outlet. Fuck with that person heavy. Yep. Right. Champion them as they're going to champion you. Mm-hmm. Y'all build each other and, and, and y'all build an ecosystem you'll survive in. Yep. Mm-hmm. You get me? He's using this ecosystem word. Ecosystem. Now, he, he must have went to his lawyer and his lawyer said nah, that. Nah, man. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you because, like, you see, when I was creating my platform, I tried to build an ecosystem that I could always survive in. Yeah. Right. That I was that I wanted to not be artist centric, mm-hmm. but more about that new generation type of thing. Right. And, so and you I feel like transition I kinda, in a lot yeah. of ways. Right. And and if you know, like this is a random thought, but like for example, I seen Tay K when he got removed off of the uh, Spotify playlist, he announced, "Yo." I got my own playlist. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I went on to his playlist, and it wasn't just him. Mm. He had other artists that really was in the same type of realm as him. Right. That's an ecosystem, mm. right? Whoever loves that, whoever loves the... Uh, he, he had songs from, some songs from like NBA Youngboy. Whoever loves that, those songs probably love your music. That's your ecosystem. Mm. Now, what makes that ecosystem thrive and build and grow? You got to support all aspects of it. Media is always going to be important. No matter how much you think you got social media, you can just get on and get it lit. All right. Yeah, you can have 10 million followers, and then if you don't use it right, nigga's not there anymore. You get me? So you have to leverage everything around. I'm just saying that was a good point. All right, guys, that's our show for this week, but we'll catch you here next Friday on the Everyday Struggle Podcast. When you need 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.